Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Harvey Norman, celebrating 18 years in Ireland with their 18th birthday sale. Big birthday savings across their massive range of appliances, technology, furniture and bedding. So yesterday was budget day and loads of reaction all over the place, including this morning on the Limerick Today show. Let's hear from some of our political representatives now. We have Sinn Féin Limerick-based Senator Paul Gavin on the line. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. So overall, did the government give more and do more than you might have expected? No, frankly, uh, they didn't, Joe. Um, I think Pierce Doherty got it absolutely right yesterday when he said that never has a government uh, spent so much and delivered so little. When you think of the crises that people are facing uh, in Limerick today, in terms of housing, for example, uh, the huge cost of rents, absolutely nothing in the budget for renters yesterday. When you look at the health crisis that we're facing, and uh, as you mentioned in the news earlier, I think up in the 90s, sitting on trolleys in a hospital yesterday, um, the amounts of money they've afforded to, to the health crisis are simply insufficient. And, and perhaps crucially for working families, the cost of living. They've actually increased the cost of living through regressive carbon taxes. Just to give you an example of how we would have done things differently, Sinn Féin, we would have reduced the cost of rents. We would have given a tax credit and we would have frozen rents as well to really intervene in the market in a fundamental way because people are paying €1,400 Euros a month rent in my village, Castle Connell, for three-bedroom semis, Joe. People can't afford that. Working people can't afford that. What we've got from the budget yesterday, unfortunately, is more of the same. And you know what? I think people are sick of it at this stage. Mm. Uh, local Fine Gael Minister of State, Patrick O'Donovan, also with us. Uh, Minister, um, what's your response to what uh, Sinn Féin's Paul Gavin had to say there? <coughs> well, <coughs> it's kind of the single transferable speech now at this stage, really. You know, have it ready off the printer and just take it down. But this time round, they've been kind of found out. Because um, in in their in their budget there's a there's a small little problem there's a there's a three point two five billion euro hole inside in the middle of it because what Paul fails to to to, to point out is that um, there's there's some people in the Department of Finance that can do the sums um, and the sums in the Sinn Féin budget just don't add up like on their social housing budget they've they've put aside um, three billion but the cost of the Sinn Féin proposal is almost five billion so they're short two billion. Uh, and on the, 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 the little thing that they're going to introduce, for instance, on a refundable tax credit, they're also short $120 billion. So the, the, total, the total hole in the Sinn Féin budget yesterday, which is a con job, is um, there, thereabouts, three and a quarter billion. So, like, you, you got an element of it last night in prime time. You got an element of it yesterday in the doll, and you're getting an element of it just this morning on radio stations all over the country. Um, they're being found out. And the magic money tree, um, it doesn't exist, Joe. And people realise it. And I think they're, you know, that this business of saying the more you shake it, the more it's going to come out of it. If people don't, don't buy it, and they realise that there's a finite amount of money out there. They realise that this was a, a budget that was predicated on 88 billion of investment across the entire public service. There's choices to be made. But like this, this um, thing of the single transferable speech of whatever you want, you can have it. People don't buy that and they realise that there's choices to be made. But, you know, when you ask a question and the answer is always yes from Sinn Féin, you know, regardless of what it is that you want, people don't buy that and they realise that there are choices to be made and that no matter what you ask for, you can get right. it. Um, That's not an economic sense that you right. can have and they realise that when you look at it across wait, the numbers, wait, wait, just a second. I'll let you back in as well, but I want to give Senator Gavin a chance to respond to that critique. 
Well, it's sad, frankly, Joe. I mean, the first thing that Patrick clearly isn't aware of is, is, is his own Department of Finance that, that gives us the costings for our budget proposals. Our budget proposals are fully costed. So is he criticising his own colleagues in the Department of Finance? It's a no, pity. I, it's a pity. I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt you, Patrick. I didn't interrupt you. Please show, well, show I'll, some I'll respect. Please show, please show some respect. Here's the, here's the key point. It's a real pity. I think your listeners will, 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 will hear this, that instead of actually addressing the needs of people, in this conversation. He's just on a party political rant. I want to talk about measures that will actually impact positively for people. Let me give you another example. On childcare, what the government did yesterday was lock in existing costs for childcare, 750 euros a month for working families. Our proposals, fully costed by Patrick's government department, would have reduced the cost of childcare by a third next year and a third the year after. And by the way, just in case we've been accused of being populist, we don't support the, t the tax changes in the budget. We don't support the expansion of the standard rates uh, ban because, unfortunately, as Piers pointed out yesterday, 8 out of 10 taxpayers don't benefit from that. Indeed, the government's own examples in, in, their, in their budget paper yesterday show that. They show someone on 30,000 getting just 2 euros a week, while someone on 60,000 takes away 415 euros a year. And as you pointed out earlier, Joe, in your conversation with Theresa, there's no cap in relation to this. So it's a regressive budget where the wealthy get more and ordinary working people okay, we have to are left waiting again. Back to Minister? You see, it's the same in relation to introducing a childcare scheme. And, and, and one thing I do agree with, with Paul, is um, we, we, we actually accept the Department of Finance uh, figures um, and we accept the fact that they are independent. We accept the fact that when people put forward numbers and they're costed, that we accept the outcome. Sinn Féin put forward uh, a scheme and they said that it was, you know, their scheme um, uh, introducing a state-run childcare scheme for early sectors. And they said that it was going to cost £167.85 million. Uh, and the reality is it's going to cost almost £987 million. And the, the difference, and this is the Department of Finance uh, costed programme that Sinn Féin put in, the difference, Joe, is 900 million euros. So in this big black hole of a budget that Sinn Féin produced yesterday, this con job, 3 billion euros, people don't accept it. And, and you know, the reality is that when you have choices to make, and we, we put forward um, the uh, true Roger Garman yesterday, um, and, you know, there was a lot of discussion in, in advance of the budget in relation to childcare and the cost of living, um, a 75 million euro package for the cost of childcare in terms of the maintenance uh, of childcare, but as well as that for uh, the actual operators, uh, the cost for operators, for managing costs for people that are actually at the coal face for it. And we did so in the basis of the amounts of money that were available to us, bearing in mind um, that the, the tax receipts that are available to us uh, also have to be managed. Now, one thing that the spokesperson of finance for Sinn Féin did not mention yesterday, which is incredulous, and again, the Minister for Finance said this yesterday, is that a person who wants to be a Minister for Finance, you would imagine, would mention the word jobs in his speech. At no place yesterday during his speech did he mention the word jobs. Um, but one of the things that would actually be a, a direct impact, particularly in the Midwest, the pharma sector, the healthcare sector, all of the sectors that have done particularly well in the Midwest over the last number of years, through Michael Noonan's time in the Department of Finance, Mike and Pascal Donohue's time in the Department of Finance, and we've seen it, uh, is the FDI sector, and as a result, the indigenous sector that has grown exponentially as a result of the tax changes that have been made by Fine Gael and government. Those sectors would have taken a monumental collapse um, in relation to the capital changes that Sinn Féin would have been proposing to bring in right. in their budget yesterday. Okay. So, you know, people that are listening to this that are in good jobs, that are paying mortgages, and I know that Sinn Féin might say that €800 Euros, 
um, to the average income going home is not a lot of money. But I can tell you, it is a lot of money to people, as are the changes, for instance, to GP visit cards, to the SUSE grants, to the non-adjacent rates. So the things that we introduced yesterday to the people that work and that are out there, uh, you know, for in terms of cost of living, I know for an awful lot of people that come to my okay, constituency, they make a big difference. Right, you, you touched on health, and that is something I want to talk about, specifically in the context of over 90 people on trolleys yesterday and the INMO on right. this show, very, very concerned about how we've still ended up in this situation. And we're getting reaction to Budget 22 this morning. Let us know what you think, what WhatsApp or text 0861239595. Uh, we have uh, Fine Gael, Minister of State here in Limerick, Patrick O'Donovan with us. And we also have Sinn Féin, Limerick-based Senator Paul Gavin. And uh, on the issue of the emergency department and the numbers on trolleys at uh, UHL, Senator Gavin, we had Sinn Féin's health spokesperson with us on the show on Friday. And I did make the point to him that a lot of people listening have come to the conclusion that no government is going to resolve the problems at UHL when it comes to long waits on trolleys. And it's something that you or I or anyone else will just have to accept that if we have to go there, we're going to spend an awfully long time on a trolley. Yeah, and it's a real worry, Joe, that because I think, to be honest, part of government strategy is to sort of encourage that view that perhaps there's no solution to this. Sure, how can you fix health? It can be fixed. And in fairness, David Cullinan gave a very detailed presentation on, on how to fix and how to build a, a national health service. Uh, and again, it's, it's a big contrast in, in the budget proposals. The government are proposing an additional 311 million current and 85 million capital spend. We're proposing 1.4 billion. And again, it is fully costed. And the reason we are is because we have nearly a million people on the waiting lists. And as you pointed out, we have a horrendous crisis yeah. uh, in our own but, but local hospital. Would your hospital. plan do anything to, because look, you know, they say all politics is local and when it comes mm. to this one, that is definitely the case. You know, people have just had it up to their eyeballs with the idea of them or their uh, weak or frail relatives spending days on trolleys at UHL, um, despite the fact we put in 100 uh, more beds. Are you going to do anything about it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but we're going to we're, we're going to fund additional bed capacity. Also, we're going to deal with the issue of of private patients who are actually blocking beds in UHL. That's a, that's a major issue. If you talk to the staff out there, we spent a day, as you know, speaking to management and staff and the ambulance service last week. There's some really good proposals from the ambulance service uh, in t- in terms of additional services to, to basically divert people from A A and E when they can actually be dealt with elsewhere. That needs full funding as well. But the difficulty is, again, the government are, are, are basically proposing more of the same. And just to give your listeners an example of the choices the government have made. No, I don't want to do that now because I want to give Minister O'Donovan just a chance no to, problem. to respond to this specific issue. You know, did the budget do anything at all for, for this problem? I mean, I'm sure you'd hold your hands up and say that it just is not acceptable to have over 90 of our citizens on trolleys at UHL this week. Well, sure, Joe, if it's, if it's nine or 90, it's, it's not acceptable and no one wants anyone belong to them on a trolley. But, you know, the, we know the reason. The reason is that we've had two years, essentially, of no elective procedures in any hospital in the country. And we now have 900,000 people um, waiting um, with electives. And we have electives now, thank, thanks be to God, restarting. 
Um, and as a result, we have consultants that are back doing their lists, which is a good thing. Um, and we have the hospitals back in a way functioning, but we still have COVID in hospitals. We have COVID wards in hospitals. We have COVID back in hospitals. We have a lot of very sick people in hospitals. Um, we have flu season restarting. We have yeah, respiratory okay. so, problems. So does, but does that essentially mean then that everyone listening has to accept that no, if they it end up and, at and, ED and, and, this no, winter, let me finish, the, please I'm ask the question, that they will end up for an extended period lying on a trolley, cheap no. by jowl. It doesn't. And that's why but the reality is everyone thinks listening to this that that is what's going to happen. No, it doesn't. And that's why the government put a quarter of a billion in yesterday um, on top of the four billion um, that we've already committed uh, earlier on to give the largest budget ever. Almost a quarter of everything that we'll spend next year will be spent in health. But one very frightening thing that Paul said there a while ago is for a huge amount of people across County Limerick who listen to this radio programme um, on a daily basis, who pay voluntary health or who pay lay or who pay whatever kind of health insurance. He said, oh, uh, people who are private patients out there, that's a very frightening concept that Sinn Féin but now has given their does absolutely nothing for you on a trial well, at I the emergency very, department. Well, it I doesn't. Think it's a, it does, I think you it's a, know that. George, just let me finish now because you, 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 as you said, let, just let me finish. It's a very frightening concept for people that are listening to this programme who might be sitting in uh, a hospital ward who are a private patient out in UHL um, are, are in St. John's, are in, the, are in Croom, are in Dennis, are in Nina, who are now listening to the Sinn Féin local spokesperson um, for, for, for them in the constituency, putting them in their sights that we're going, we're going coming after them because somehow the person who's paying private health insurance is now the problem as far as, uh, you know, fixing the health problem is right. in this country. Okay. Actually, that, actually, to be quite honest about okay. it, okay. if we didn't Guys. have... No, just let me finish. Very, if very did, briefly now, Patrick, yeah, well, because well, it, this, to be honest, you're well, talking about Sinn Féin well, rather well, than well, what the well, government well, is doing about the problem at UHL. It's 10 years in government, they still Well, you see, it's actually a fundamental... Well, you're after having a go at a huge... You're after having a go at a huge Ten years and you're waffling still, Patrick. You're after having a go at a huge population in the country who pay health insurance. And without them, our our health system would crumble into an even okay. bigger problem. Okay. Because what you're after saying now is there's people out there who I'd are like part of to get the back problem. in here, please, okay, pa- deal with pa- pa- Paul, very briefly, and then we're, we're wrapping this up. So very briefly, yeah. Paul. So very briefly, I mean, again, Patrick's trying to play politics with this. The fact of the matter is he's had 10 years his government, and the situation in UHL has got worse consistently right. year after year. Okay. The politics of, of trying to outsource and privatise our okay. health service has okay. failed. Well, I think people will make their own judgment about the emergency department situation and what answers they got on that one from both of you. But thank you both very much for joining us. Sinn Féin, Senator Paul Gavin and uh, Minister of State for Fine Gael locally, Patrick O'Donovan. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Harvey Norman, celebrating 18 years in Ireland with their 18th birthday sale. Big birthday savings across their massive range of appliances, technology, furniture and bedding.